All right, all right. Here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Damian. It's Saturday night, and we're sitting in a different parking lot. Parking lot near Food Lion, away from the McDonald's crowd, away from the roads, away from the traffic. It was just too busy, too much going on. So I said, let's find a calm place in the chaos. Due to the fact that I know sometimes in life, things can just speed up, things can get crazy. People pulling you in every which way, every direction, everybody wants something. And at some point, it just seems like there's too much demand for the supply you have. We have a large iced caramel coffee. We're going to take a sip. And we're going to get into it. Let's go. So in those moments of what we can call frustration, what do you typically do? Do you get flustered and block everybody out, tell everyone to leave you alone, go isolate, try to push people back, just tell everybody to leave you alone because you're stuck in a place you don't want to be, so you force everyone out? Is that how you typically handle chaotic situations? Or are you someone who says, okay, things are crazy right now. I can't completely control the environment around me, but I can control myself, how I respond. You take the proper course of action to find your calm, your safe space, your safe haven, your peaceful mind, so that you can get through your day or whatever task is at hand. Sometimes it can appear at work, sitting there already doing a lot of work, which you feel you've done. Your boss comes in and asks for three more reports before 4 p.m. It's 12 o'clock. You were ready to get off. It has been a long week and he wants more work from you. You have a few hours to get it done before four because you don't want to hand out subpar work. So you put your head down and you push through it. Meanwhile, your coworkers are talking about their plans for the weekend. As you're working, as you're typing, as you're getting your graphs together, you hear them talking about their weekends, their plans to go skiing, their plans to go see the girlfriend, spend time with the kids, cook on the grill, whatever they're planning to do. And every little thing you hear just kind of tightens the wheel. You're like, this is the last thing I want to be hearing about while I have to get this work done. But at the same time, you have to get the work done and maintain your calm so it doesn't affect your work. How do you do that? Some people recommend taking a few deep breaths, counting to 10, go for a short walk, exercise. That's all fine and well, but sometimes you just have to push through it. You have to go deep inside and just find that calm to be able to get it done. You have to become super focused, super diligent, and just push through the work, push through the mud, push through the stress, push through the kids, push through the job, push through the marathon, whatever you're dealing with. You just have to push through. There's no other way around it. You can't stop and wait for things to pass. You can't sit here and say, well, let's put it off until Thursday, time when you feel you'll have more flexibility in your schedule. Sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes you have to deal with it as it is and do your best job and be okay with the results. There's no retracement. It is what it is. At 4 p.m., it's either done or it's not done. Another option is you could say, well, I can do one well or I can do two well. But three is just pushing it. For your mental bandwidth, three reports would just be more than you want to handle at this time. Doesn't mean you can't handle it, but it's more than you're willing to handle because you don't want to go into the weekend with a, a dull mood or just be completely burned out when you go home and your wife's sitting here saying, well, what are we going to go out and eat tonight? You want to go to Red Lobster? You want to go to 
chilies, Applebee's, and you're just coming off three reports in what, less than six hours that you did the job. You don't want to go home in that mindset. So you can set those boundaries, tell your boss, you say, look, I'm going to do the best I can. I can guarantee you two, I'm going to shoot for the third. Or you can push through all three and give subpar work. You have to decide what you want to do. But either way, when 4 p.m. hits, you're either going to have the reports done or you're not going to have them done. So you can approach the situation willingly or you can fight against it. I think most of the time people feel the stress when you fight against the resistance. That's why fish often swim with the flow of the water. But when you go against the resistance, that's typically the hardest path. And you may even be experiencing that in your language journey. It's easy to not study English, not going to worry about the language until it's a better time. Or even with everything you have going on in your life, you take the book, you practice the language, you go to meet your English teacher, you sit in the tutor sessions, you do your practice, you're tired, it hurts, you want to sleep, you don't want to do anything, you just want to shut up, you want to play the game, you want to do what you want to do. But there's things that you have to do. Everybody deals with these moments of extreme frustration, extreme chaos. And it is our job as individuals to find the calm so that we can continue. If it was always easy, everybody would do it. Because it's in those moments when you throw in the towel, you're going to be even more frustrated when these things that you put off for the next day aren't done all come back at one time in a bigger pile than they are now versus you just taking them out one by one. You say, I'm going to do the best I can with this first report. I'm going to knock out this second report. I'm going to spend an hour and a half on each report. You just make a mental note, 30 minutes to set it up, 45 minutes to type it out, 15, 20 minutes for proofing, and it's done. You just roll with it. It is what it is. Those are the moments when it counts the most. Because like I said a little while ago, it's pretty crazy out here. And the reason I can say that is because I sat in a location by McDonald's for about 30 minutes waiting for the opportune time. I thought about hitting record, a car would pull up. Think about hitting record, a train went by, a 10-minute train blaring its horn. I'm like, we hear you. I see you. You are a train. You are making noise. You are doing what trains do. I had to wait out the horn. I had to sit out and wait for the horn because I wasn't going to record a podcast and have a horn just blaring all the way through like I'm talking, 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 and then burn and then burn. Wasn't going to happen. So what I ended up doing ultimately is moving to another location. So since I couldn't control that immediate environment, I did the next best thing. I changed environments. I moved. And as I moved, I said, you know what? It probably would be good to share this experience with my listeners due to the fact that I know sometimes in life you get stressed. Sometimes in life you wish everybody would just be quiet and leave you alone. Whether it's at work, whether it's at home, you're just doing something that you want to do with your time and everybody has their own intentions and their will and it's affecting your mood. Best thing you can do is to be calm, find that calm space in the chaos However you need to do it, whether you do like I did, change your surroundings, change your mindset, take a deep breath, maybe that works for you, do yoga for 30 minutes, eat a snack, talk to a friend, watch a funny video on YouTube, just one video. Don't fall down the hole. You know, YouTube is full of rabbit holes. You can go on there searching how to change a pipe. Next thing you know, you're watching 
a dog run in Ethiopia or something like that. You just fall down that YouTube hole and, and next thing you know, it's, it's hours before you come back. So as to not fall in that situation, just make sure when you take your little breather, you take your break, that you remember this is temporary and that tough situation, that chaos you're dealing with, is temporary as well. So keep your heads about you, stay calm, and keep studying English. Oh, and I'm not sure if I mentioned that I would be recording another webinar. I know you know that there's two for the English and Coffee webinar series on YouTube, but the most recent one I did, posted it yesterday on YouTube, came out at 7 o'clock. Go up there and listen to it. It's a short webinar. It's called Learn From Your Mistakes. And the reason I put it together is because some people are still afraid to make a mistake when speaking English. I don't know why. I mean, like I said before, it's not rocket science. This isn't brain surgery. It's just English. It's just language, how you express yourself. But the reason some people won't allow themselves to make mistakes is because they're a perfectionist. They're waiting for things to be perfect. They want to sound like James Earl Jones the moment they open their mouth. Well, the thing you have to remember is that nobody starts there. Everybody starts from humble beginnings. You have to develop your craft. You have to own your skill. You have to own your voice. We all make mistakes. Mistakes are a part of the journey. If you're walking today, it's because you made a lot of mistakes. If you can ride a bike, ride a motorcycle, if you can draw very well, it's because you made a lot of mistakes. You're always going to make mistakes. So the main thing is to learn from them. With that, we're going to take another sip. As you know, transcripts can be found at www.englishandcoffee.org. Until the next time, keep studying English and never give up.